So I can paint in the chum and the panic boom boom. It paints the networks, the boom boom. Paints back on everybody, the parenting boom boom. What is up? Welcome to No Star Power. It's your boy Ben Bale. Ben Bale with his new pancakes. Ben Bale with the new pancakes. We're about a few seconds in, guys. And we're only having fun, guys. I've got a cut in my mouth that I caused from brushing my teeth and it's slipping up into my gums and the top of my inside of my lip there and it's cut in a couple places. And it won't go away. Okay? And I can't eat anything because it hurts. Now, I've been eating, but it hurts every time I eat. Now, until that goes away. Guys, I'm wearing my favorite weed shirt. I got this when I was in like grade 11 when I started smoking weed and I was a little prick. So I was like, even though at that time it was illegal, I was like, bro, I'm going to wear a weed shirt because I kind of smoke weed now for the last like a year. I'm going to let everyone know. That was the beginning of my arrogant, don't give a fuck what people think kind of streak, which hasn't ended. I think that's just how I am now, which is great. Because, yo, you better not fuck. You better not fuck fucking even fucking come up on me about my shit that's like the defense mechanism i got i'm gonna push right in your face everything i do and who i am and what i am because it's like an aggressive contrary uh like it's like the it's like just so you can't judge me because i get to go hey this is it this is who i am all right there's no two ways about it you're going to know me whether you like it or not. And before you can judge me, bam, I hit you with another thing. Boom. Podcast ad. Boom. Bro, I just watched the new Rick and Morty. So good. Okay, if you watch Rick and Morty, I know obviously Rick and Morty is good, but I only, I only want to mention this today because Rick and Morty has sucked balls this season. If you follow it, it's just been, it's been a terrible season, okay? Eight episodes of shit. People say episode eight is good and episode one and two are good. I didn't even like them. I feel like it was weird. And, you know, uh, you know, I don't like being too hard on uh, creative things, even though they're like so the updogs or whatever the word is. They're so on top of uh, culture, that feels like fair to judge and uh, shit on because you know because we care and we want them to do better. But you remember, it's just a, it's it's still a bunch of people trying to put something together for us. So I try not to be too critical. But here's the deal: it fucking sucked. Okay, and then but then listen, here's the here's the other deal. They took two weeks. Okay, between the news dropping basically and the consensus being that the season has been sucking and then they dropped nine and ten episodes nine and ten and i just watched them and i cried i fucking cried part partly in the finale you gotta see it not gonna spoil anything just watch it they came back to brand they didn't give a fuck they weren't all insecure about the season sucking they just went yo this is how we're gonna wrap it up and they did and it was beautiful it was a beautiful thing I was like clapping. When I watch TV or movies, when I'm sitting and watching the television on my own, I am I make so much noise when I'm alone. And like I've said this in previous podcasts, I just talk to myself all day. I said this in the first podcast, first episode. 
I just talk to myself all the time. Well, guess what? When I'm being entertained, I'm I'm like a full audience. I'm like, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And then, I, and then, and then, once I make the noise, I I stop and I realize, oh my god, I'm like yelling and shit. And then I look around, and then I realize that I'm being like my dad, which makes me laugh even harder because my dad does that all the time. He used to keep me up sometimes because he'd just be watching TV, and I'd hear him just, ah, no way, no way, through the floorboards. <laughs> nice, good. Good. I just hear that downstairs and I'd be like, what the fuck? And my brothers and I would look at each other like, whoa, dad is alone. <laughs> anyway, fuck, you know, used to drive my roommates nuts, drives my mom nuts. No, it doesn't. She actually likes it, but it's so, it drives me nuts because I do it. And then, like I said, only after I do it, do I stop and go, oh, wait, I just made lots of noise. Anyway, it's fine. It's who I am. It's just a little little quirk, one of many. Certified Lover Boy CLB dropped, guys, and I am a fan of about half of it. I think the album, once again, I feel weird about ripping on creators who I respect and who have given me so much joy. I am I'm too diplomatic and and you know to whatever the other word would be to be like fuck the first half or like no the second half falls off man disappointment whenever i hear people say that i'm like i'm like come on you know still a guy just putting this thing together trying to make it no multiple people not one guy but i thought listen i thought it was good i thought it was uh i think it's a little bit uh maybe like people are saying it's boring i would probably agree with that i don't think that's a bad thing i just think that there are probably more sleepers on it than uh outright bangers like i know it's uh an overplayed uh maybe poppy song of his but when nice for what dropped as a single before what was that scorpion i was like like immediately well same same thing with like laugh now cry later which i'm surprised didn't end up on the record i, I don't understand that was just a one-off single i guess but um when that dropped that was that feeling so so he's done that recently but this album it didn't have anything like that on it but the third listen through and fourth listen through i found race my mind which is a beautiful song okay it's got the same feeling as like a passion fruit mixed with a feel no ways okay it's a really nice track. Go back, you know, no friends in the industry. That's a that's a total return to form uh, from the days of. If you're reading this, it's too late. It sounds like it's off that record. He's doing it. He's he's. It's great. It thirteen what thirteen fourteen years doing this. Drake's been around for that long, and he's still able to to run the twenty one top twenty one charts of uh, the Billboard one hundred. And outset and like break records. It's insane. It's insane. And not even just the numbers. It's it's still, it's good stuff. It's still good stuff. You got to give it to him. I like it better than Donda. I like the vibe better than Donda. I think Donda was, uh, kind of sounds like Kanye is just re- trying to push away from change or just being, a, changing his, uh, 
He's 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 keeping himself in a damaged bubble, or maybe people are. I don't know. Maybe the people around him, maybe the shit he's going through is keeping him there. But it doesn't sound like he's uh really evolving. And that was just uh, I feel like Drake. Maybe Drake isn't even even evolving either. I can't say that, but at least Drake seems like he's in a healthy place, kind of just like exploring his kind of life, giving you good vibes, giving you good energy. Um, and I liked it. Okay, big fan. New album coming out from Baby Keem. Baby Keem is going to be dropping a new record on this Friday, the 10th. That's less than two weeks of three banging records because I already know this is going to be bomb. This is Baby Keem. He is Kendrick Lamar's cousin, and he's fantastic. He's he's very melodic, uh, hence the, you know, I think that's what he's referring to with the name of the album, the Melodic Blue. He's got this melodic rap thing going, and he's only 20 years old, and it's fucking awesome. Okay, I've been a big fan of his since... Uh, since one of my friends introduced me to Die For My Bitch, which is his last record. And I've been, like, very into him, you know. Almost almost to the point where I'm, you know, I, like, when I found Kendrick. When I was like, oh, this is, uh, this is a new thing. Okay, good. Because he's got a similar energy to him. Hence, the obviously, his cousin's helping him through all this. You can tell through the production. Bit of an assumption, but I, can, I think I can just tell. Anyway, excited for that too. What's up with you guys, man? What's up with what the fuck is up with you guys? Okay, I want you to leave your comment. She'll leave a fucking comment in the fucking description. Leave a comment in the description. Oh, that's the wrong section. No, in the comment section. This thing is now going to be on Spotify. When I uh, when you're hearing this, you're probably hearing it on Spotify. If you choose not to uh, join me on the YouTube visual uh, realm, in the YouTube visual realm. But, um, yeah, I'm throwing stuff up on Spotify now. Um, these are going to be a bit shorter now, too, guys. I've decided an hour might be a bit too long, but I'm not going to nix the project. I, there's, no, I, uh, there's no need for that. I, I like doing these. I just think an hour might be a bit too long. It's a little too demanding for me, considering I want to expand the channel uh, into something more. More on that, uh, you'll see. I, I, I don't want to spoil anything, but I've got some plans. But uh, here's the deal, okay? I want you guys to enjoy what I put out, all right? And part of me is stubborn old Ben Ball creator going, well, I just want to do this for fun because I want to do it for fun. But you know what? I learned through these last albums that came out, the downside of both of these albums, okay, because I like to tie everything in, Donda and Certified Loverboy, they're too long. Okay, I, that's the problem with both of those records, okay? And you know what that, you know, the effect that that has on a listener, which I can relate to my podcast, which 30 people watch every week, because you could totally tie a, uh, you could relate the two, okay? Is that, the effect that this has is when you hear this album that's a bit too long for people, you're thinking, okay, they're not really thinking about me and my listening experience. Okay. Now, some people would disagree with me. So there are people who feel like he's speaking to them because they're like, I just want to hear as much Kendrick or, I, or Kanye or I just want to hear as much Drake as possible. And I want him, I don't want him to cut down the record. I want to hear what he wants it to be. Director's cut. But for me, I wish it would, they were shorter and I wish they were thinking about uh, through line a little more clearly and help me kind of uh, and, and make it really feel like they worked on this package thing for me. Okay, and that's 
what I want to do for y'all. I want to make this bite-sized. 20 minutes, something like that. I don't know how this one will turn out. Maybe cut up a little bit more. Getting all the highlights in there. Keep it tight. Keep it nice and tight. And that's that. Yo, oh my god, bro. I had the worst. Okay, I always go on about this, but when you when you, uh, when you you think about something cringy that you do, and it's awkward, and you look back and you have, and you're like, oh no, it's something uh, awkward. And you make a cringe noise out loud. You know how I say I do that? And I go, ah, cringe. Well, one major one that I always return to, which I will share with you, is I was in university, I was, sorry, not in university, I was in grade nine, okay, in high school. I was a freshman, and I had a teacher, okay, and she was super hot, and her name was Beep. She she had this just cool vibe to her, and she started, we started on this unit where we needed to explore archetypes because it was an English class, okay? We're talking about archetypes, like that guy who, or that girl who, or that they, them, who, blank. You know, that, that, blah, 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 who, you know, archetypes, okay? You should know archetypes by now. If you don't know archetypes, pause this and Google archetypes because you should know what that means. Anyway, so we were going through archetypes to get an idea of how to like write a story and how to like kind of, uh, I guess, uh, package your characters into a certain realm that makes it easier to write them. Weird definition, but you know what I mean. So she goes, each of you choose a that guy or that girl or that they, them, who does blank. And I was like, okay. And my friends were like, um the math guy and she's like that's good the smart kid yeah maybe generalize a bit more like the smart kid the smart kid okay and like i will do a presentation on the smart kid and i was like yeah yeah that's good right yeah yeah that's what i'll do yeah okay thanks and then they go and do it and then the next little girl goes or grade nine you know at this point they're little little i thought i was so fucking sick in grade nine but no you're like still a little boy next person comes up um yeah i'm done I'm here for acting because I'm an actor. Oh, are you? Yeah, so um, I'm going to do the acting theater kid. Okay, that's perfect. The theater kid, that's an archetype. Okay, go ahead. And then I come in, okay, and I'm like a little woke douchebag. And I come in and I go, I'm going to do the religious kid. And she was like, huh, okay. Are you sure about that? And I was like, yeah. The religious kid, they're just like always talking about God and they don't believe in that. When you die, nothing happens, which they just should believe that. I was in that phase, which I don't I know, no, not everyone has, but I was in that phase for those of you who went through that phase. And my older brother was like hardcore atheist at the time, like Christopher Hitchens, like Richard Dawkins. He was like, the thing is, you have to understand, okay? Like he was like so into debating and shit. And I was just there like, big brother said. Anyway, we laugh, We look back, both of us look back in that period and laugh now. But I chose religious kid, okay? And basically, I put this package together and she keeps wanting to, to, to check in, okay, on these, on these projects that we're all working on. So she checks in with me and she's like, hey, so how's the thing coming? And I'm like, well, yeah, so I always this and that, and they always, like, so cringy, and they're always, like, preaching. And she went, why don't we just 
pull back a little bit. And, and if you're sure about this, by the way, I am sure. Okay, I'm going to let you do it. But you need to make sure you're not offending anyone. Um, yeah, okay. And you just need to approach it like as genuinely as you can. Yeah, okay, obviously. And she was like, okay, do it. So I get up in front and this is a, like, you know, a couple, a week later now I've finished my presentation. I barely worked on it. Okay. And that was like issue numero uno that if I was going to tackle something controversial, I didn't know the consequences of not preparing it and not actually thinking it through. But I come forward and I go onto the projector and I go, duh, yeah, the religious kid. And then everyone's like, oh, yeah. And religious kids are always talking, preaching about God. And they're talking about angels and Noah's Ark. And they're, next slide. They're really always talking about God. And they're never just give in to reality and it was like weird shit like that because i was all sour and i thought it would be like funny or something and it was just silent and i remember just like halfway through realizing like oh this is what she meant everyone's going oh what the fuck and the odd like definitely a handful of like religious kids still like fuck this kid and then i finish my presentation and i sit down and what makes it awful is she goes Okay. Well, Ben, I'm going to stop you there. I think she even stopped me partway through and said, Ben, I'm going to stop you there. And everyone, um, I just want to acknowledge that. And she read the room and she was like, acknowledge that that was a little bit, uh, that was, you know, if for anybody who took offense to any of that, I want to just express that we just should see this as a lesson, right? Ben has shown us something valuable that when you explore something like this that's sensitive you have to make sure you think it through and work through it properly because i can tell ben this wasn't quite fully baked was it no man well okay so everyone take from ben's lesson that we should be more considerate of others and i was just sitting there so embarrassed so red-faced and deserving of it too for sure like I didn't, I just so deserved it. I was like, yeah. And she was so attractive. And my dumb grade nine mind was like, if I ever had a chance, I squashed. <laughs> and I walked out of the house with my tail between my legs. It was the worst experience ever, bro. Oh God. I've been offending people my whole life. And then I go, what? why is everyone overreacting? And then I think it's all their fault. Bro, this is no star power with your boy Ben Ball. We're moving forward. We're doing it on our own. We're making it happen. Listen, guys. I got big plans. Okay? Are you trying to get an agent soon? Are you trying to get a manager? Oh, boy. I have a lot of fun making these. These days, you know, I got a lot, I got not much going on in my life, guys. There's not a lot of stories, not a lot of observations. I'm trying to get more stand-up going. So it'll kind of get me into writing. You know, yeah. I go to an acting class soon. I'm doing an acting class. I've enrolled, okay? Yeah. I'm going to Montreal and I'm going to record with a few buddies of mine. We're making this little radio show that they had already made and they wanted me to help with the, the next episode and just see how it goes. We're going to have some beers and sit in the studio and just work on it. It's going to be fun. 
So I'm just working through. I'm just kind of living it. Trying to fall in love with the craft again. You know what, guys? If you can relate to this, I'm going to tell you one last little thing before I go, okay? This, this, is, this is really important to me, and I think it's really something you can learn from, too. I, uh, I, I recently have had an epiphany, I think, you know? Um, I, I, I'm realizing that I've been caught up, okay? I've been caught up in um, uh, this one way that I view what I'm doing okay with my life and it means everything to me that I keep going and that I keep and I don't give up on doing going the artist route where I kind of do it myself until I get to a point where at least at very least somebody will hire me for some job that I could at least hope is partially related to performance or uh, production or writing by my own merit not by, uh, you know, climbing the ladder, start by coiling cables, and then, hey, this guy could, uh, we could get him as an assistant script supervisor or whatever, you know, and then you climb the ranks like that. Like, I want somebody to go, okay, this was a good project. Can you write another one? You know what I mean? I want to do that, and it's really hard. And what I'm caught up in is making these things to impress other people. And I don't mean the audience, okay? I mean executives and I mean the bosses that would hire me for said, you know, positions that I dream of, right? And and I'm trying to sell. I'm trying to make pilots. That's always what I've been doing. I've been making pilots with my friends and we make these. It's So it's like a short, it's like a first episode or a sizzle reel, which is basically a compilation of all the best moments of a show that you quickly shoot. It's like a test reel of like a what this show will look like, right? And then you go and pitch it. And you try and sell it to somebody. You're trying to get, pitch it to somebody who has money, who can make it happen, who can help you make it happen. And then they will help you put it together, you know, and make an actual show. And then you'll get paid, and, that'll be, and then everything will be great, and you'll have your own show. But I've realized that I don't think that's the way that I want to do it anymore. I think I need to start making things for the sake of making things. I think I want to start appreciating YouTube for being such a powerful and useful tool for independent creators, especially in a time where there's so much out there. You're entirely in control of your own fate. The industry can cut you out like that if you fuck up once. And guess what? I fuck up a lot. So I really, uh, you know, I think it's taken a lot of weight off my shoulders to, to kind of reassess this and go, maybe maybe moving forward in this way isn't for me and maybe it's causing me more strife than uh, satisfaction. I talked to my buddy Joel, Joel Haver, he's a great YouTuber, about this on, on the phone and he was very encouraging and he's kind of like the grandfather, not the grandfather, he's like, he will be. He's still a young man, we're the same age. He's like the grandpappy. I'll call him the grandpappy of uh, YouTube. He really believes in the uh, uh, the legitimacy of YouTube and of the creators, and uh, specifically YouTube filmmaking. Okay, and uh, yeah, you know, he gave me uh, some good advice, and he's just got a good head on his shoulders, very very confident towards his own goals, and uh, you know, he kind of kind of 
freed me of this idea the other day. It's just like, what is this industry thing you're shooting for? What is the, you know, you screw up. And in my previous podcast, I think it was episode two, I talk about the issue with the industry. If you go back and listen about how it's like, you know, if you mess up once with a big budget, then they put you down to a lesser budget. If you fuck up again, they basically put you back to indie budgets or none at all like M. Night Shyamalan and stuff. And that dude looks like he's just losing his mind instead of just enjoying making movies. Maybe he's back around. I hope. I like M. Night Shyamalan. And I hope the best for that guy. But I think he's an example of somebody who's been ravaged by the system. And uh, maybe if he hadn't bought bought into it, he would have uh, he would have had twice as many movies and their quality might have been better because he wasn't buying into some big budget thing. Avatar, The Last Airbender, The Pressure... It's not, I don't think that movie sucked because he sucks. I think that there's a lot more at stake there for him. And I think that's what fucked it up. And so if you can take anything from that in your own version of your own uh, world or industry or life or whatever you can take from that, that's my story right now. And I'm sticking with it because I am already looking forward to making stuff a little bit more when I'm realizing it's just going to be for the satisfaction of making it, okay? It's not going to be to impress Dr., you know, Dr. Paramount and Dr. TBS and NBC and Mr. and Mrs. CBS or, or your old Uncle Netflix or your buddy Crave. I don't know, that's the Canadian one. Do they even do original content? I don't know. Anyway, take what that take from that what you will. And I will see you next week, guys. We're going to keep these a bit shorter. I think I just hit like a half hour mark on this, which is good. I think that feels a little better. You let me know, okay? If you like the long form stuff, maybe I'll do a thing where every like second week I do a long one. But it sounds to me like we can just keep these short. You can just check in on how I'm doing. I can check in on how you're doing. I'm going to be releasing some other stuff and I, you know, we'll, we'll see how that goes uh, on other days of the week. And uh, this will kind of be like, uh, this will be like uh, one of many posts, hopefully in the future as I move forward. Okay. And I'm finding more motivation these days to really kind of garner something out of this uh, channel and, and get something uh, going. Grassroots approach. Love it. Big fan. All right, guys, thank you for joining me. Um, I've been uh been doing better these days i hope you've been doing okay shit is fucked in the world but it can be it can get better and it will let's go guys stay positive leave a comment subscribe leave a thumbs up love you take care ben ball out actually you know what it's been really good talking to you guys uh i gotta hang up now though and here's the deal my mom made mac and cheese so i gotta hang up I'll talk to you again next week. Okay? Cool. Okay. All right. Okay, see you next Tuesday. Okay. By the way, I'm wearing underwear. You just can't see because of the deck. The desk. Okay. Not wearing pants. Okay. All right. Hang out.